Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. This is the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey, and of course we're back taking a look at another episode of a classic 80s cartoon for ya. But of course before we get into this week's episode, I gotta let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky content and media, convention coverage, photography, all that great stuff. The world is opening back up. We're getting back out to conventions, and we'll be there to cover it all for you. Of course, the content here, the podcast, the vlogs. And speaking of vlogs, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out Geek World Order's YouTube channel. And of course, you can get us on all the social medias. Facebook, you can find us at Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. You can like both of those pages, interact with us. Twitter and Instagram, both at Geek World Order. And today, once again, it's race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Because today, we're looking at an episode of DuckTales. And today... We are taking a look at the episode Hotel Strange Duck. Uh, already this was a fun episode, and I'm really looking forward to talking about this episode. Uh, so this episode aired on September 30th, 1987. And so we open up the episode, and it's sort of an old... We got an old rundown castle here. We see our cast of characters for this episode. Of course, Scrooge McDuck, his nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Mrs. Beakley, Webby, and Duckworth the butler. So they're all this old, old castle. And Scrooge has the brilliant idea to turn it into a hotel. But some of our uh, party here is not convinced we might get a lot of guests. Duckworth believes the castle may be haunted, um, as this castle was once owned by a mad scientist by the name of Ludwig von Strangeduck, who, according to the stories and the rumors, his own ghost is the one that haunts the place. Of course, Scrooge McDuck is mostly concerned with money, so he really doesn't give a F about the ghost stories. Because, you know, Scrooge is smart and straight and you know, smart and brave and bold. And he's going to make a dime the old-fashioned honest way. So, he's like, all right, everyone start cleaning this castle. So, we go through our training. Uh, Mrs. Beakley and Webby have taken on the roles of the hotel's maids. While the nephews are serving as bellhops. So... Already, we've run into a bad idea here, because all of the nephews are wearing matching bellhop uniforms. So now, without their distinctive coloring, we have no clue which one is Huey, Dewey, or Louie. And honestly, since this is, you know, since this isn't the uh, 27 reboot of DuckTales, where they all have actual real personality traits to them, they are completely interchangeable ducks at this point. Honestly, any of them could be giving lines, and you don't know who it is, because they're all voiced by the same actor. So yeah, this was a bad idea. So, they're learning, 
And Scrooge is teaching him how to make money by asking for tips. So he kind of gives the old, well, you just kind of stick, sit there with your hand out and just, you know, until they give you something. And of course, the nephews catch on and they just stand there with their hands out. Scrooge is basically like, well, all right, here you go. But just a few seconds later, Scrooge outsmarts the boys as he goes, all right, management cut. So he gets a good chunk of that money back that he just doled out into the boys' hands. So we pass along, and it's about a, been about a week or so now. They've got this thing cleaned up, and so far we haven't seen any kind of ghost activity. Nothing. So, of course, in walks our first guest, and this is the Duchess of Swansylvania. Of course, she seems to be a fairly well-off woman. Heavy, heavy Eastern European accent. Definitely bordering on your somewhere between intentional or unintentional 80s cartoon racism. Not not 100% sure we're relying on this spectrum, but it's really straddling the line here. So she comes in. Scrooge tries to play the old tip game. And she's just like, oh, how nice of you to kiss my hand. Which he does. He's like, all right, whatever. And we come to our next guest. A very stereotypical sounding Italian pig man named Benzino Gasolini. He is a... So his occupation is that he is a, a professional playboy and a race car driver. And apparently the uh, wiki entry that I got this, this episode synopsis from apparently noted he was in an earlier episode. Doesn't mention which one. But yeah, apparently we've seen this guy before. So he goes about his day. You know, boys are making tips. And the third guest arrives. Well, his luggage arrives. It seems to be we have an invisible an invisible patron. Or perhaps even a ghost. And as he goes to sign in on the uh, the registry book here, he signs his name as Dr. Ludwig von Strangeduck. So at this point, everyone's convinced the ghost that haunts the property is here and everyone kind of runs away because they're they're scared the boys end up hiding in a storage closet but once again the boys are scared off by this ghost now they they grab a candle they light it and they hear noises so they run off again and random in insert whichever duck you feel like dro drops the candle Drops the candle, but our ghost is actually very nice at this point. He picks a candle up off the ground, and he blows it out. Just, you know, so the whole thing, this old castle hotel doesn't burn down. It's a very nice of mirror. So we go up to one of the rooms. Beakley and Webby are making the bed. And then as the, as the sheets are laying, the, um... 
the sheet just forms into the shape of a body. Surprise! It's our uh, mysterious, invisible ghost person friend. So yeah, they uh, get scared away. And we're just kind of walk, you know, kind of wandering around. Our heroes have gathered around. And they're kind of discussing the issues that are going on so far. The issues with the ghost. And they're like, no, this can't be real. This can't be a ghost. Maybe it's just some kind of optical illusion that we can't see him or things like that. You know, Scrooge is thinking logically about this situation. So he understands what's going on. He's trying to make sense. So, but shortly after that, we get back, you know, our, our heroes are trying to get back to work. And uh, Scrooge seems to find the Duchess of uh, Swansylvania here kind of snooping around the hallways. And she seems to be looking for something. And even Scrooge is like, um, can I help you find something? She's like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I don't know, she seems to be acting kind of sus here. Hmm. I don't know. There could be something going on. Could be a big old red herring here. Anyway, so our ghost friend just kind of continues to wreak havoc upon our heroes. Duckworth is down one of the uh, corridors, and he's, you know, shining up this old suit of armor, making it nice and spiffy. And all of a sudden, just the arm of the, the armor moves. It, like, it presents the elbow so Duckworth can get better access to it. And then it presents the head, the the uh, helmet, the armor helmet, so that Duckworth can polish it. It's like, um, what? Yeah, so he just kind of runs off because he realizes what's happening here. Uh, we move off to the the library of this castle. Scrooge McDuck is uh, going through some different books here. He's researching things. He's trying to make sense of it. And, well, our, our ghost friend is maybe... Maybe he's trying to help. Maybe he's trying to kill Scrooge. I don't know. But he kind of knocks himself into a into a shelf case, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of books fall on top of Scrooge. It's like, hmm. And it definitely looked like that guy stumbled into the bookcase. It's like, wait, if if this is a ghost, how is he stumbling into a bookcase and making all the the books fall? Very interesting questions. So we go to the kitchen where Beakley and Webby are working on making dinner. They're cooking things. Beakley's asking for ingredients. And the ghost is handing them to her. And then Webby comes and is like, Oh, no, 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 I, I only needed this many. No, I, I already got that. And they're like, um, wait, what? And then they just see vegetables flying above their head and being chopped into a pan. See? Come on, guys. The ghost, he's nice. He's just trying to help here. Come on, people. Not every hell spawn, a demon from hell. Listen, some ghosts are like Casper. They just want to be nice and help people. Although, this ghost is just laughing maniacally. 
the whole time. I was like, that's a lot of maniacal laughter for someone who's just trying to help. So this ghost is given all sorts of crazy mixed signals if he's even a ghost. But we're going to go with ghost for now because we don't have any other logical explanation for this. So this ghost is really maniacally laughing a lot. So anyways, so we go back to our the corridors here. And the Duchess is once again snooping around. And she runs into our Italian stereotype, Benzino. And he's like, oh, uh, what you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just looking for the ice machine. Um, ice machine? In a hotel that's converted from like a centuries-old castle? Well, that's a likely story here. But anyway, he seems to buy it. Um, so, once again, the nephews get... We cut to the nephews. They're scared again by the ghost. But somehow, we seem to see another ghost. Kind of a white, blobbish, amoeba-shaped... I don't know, basic... Sort of, like, generic features. He's got a hat and a cape. Like, this one we can see. Like, clearly looks like a ghost... But we can see this one walking around, and he's just spying on everyone. So we cut to our table scene, our the banquet hall here. Everyone's just kind of, you know, just decompressing. They're trying to make sense of the situation here. He's like, you know, the ghost is being a complete nuisance. So the ghost is like, well, why don't you just ask him what he wants? So, he does that. She does this. And once again, we get our uh, maniacal ghost laughter. And with this maniacal ghost laughter, because our random guest our guest star of the episode here just called the ghost out for no reason, no plan, nothing. Just like, oh, let's just find out what he wants. Let's just straight up bold ask him what he wants. Because this is going to work. But this fits nicely into our TV trope tales. We've gone enough into the episode that we need to take a commercial break, folks. So that is exactly what we're going to do here. We'll be back in just a, a couple minutes here. Women have performed this magic for years. Taken worn damaged hair and in 30 minutes restorative beautiful. It's no trick. It's the science of Clairol Condition Beauty Pack's collagen-enriched formula, from which Clairol created Condition 2, instant after-shampoo treatment, and Condition Shampoo, also collagen-enriched. They restore resiliency, smoothness, shine. It's the kind of magic Clairol Condition does best. Beautiful hair. Ta-da! Introducing new Final Net Aerosol with all-day holds so your hair is ready for anything. Now, what do we do when someone wants to pass us? We blow them off the road. Now, turn the corner. Like hold the wheel. Even if you can't hold up, your hair will with Final Net in Pump and now New Aerosol. The only aerosol with Final Net's all-day hold. Final Net holds up longer than you do. Hiya, Teach. 
Yes, we love our shredded wheat. It gets us on our way. We love that whole wheat flavor. What a way to start our day. It has no added sugar. I like that best of all. And not a bit of added salt in the big or small. No added sugar, no added salt. Nabisco shredded wheat is the natural favorite of all kinds of people. Morning time is great with shredded wheat. We love each crunchy bite. Nabisco shredded wheat is real whole wheat. That's right. Made from 100% natural whole wheat. No added sugar, no added salt. That's right. I quit. Tempest. The story of a man who went from dreaming dreams to living them. Maybe I'll just find myself an island. A man who chased magic until it finally caught him. Show me the magic. A man who discovered how to make the time of their lives last a lifetime. Tempest. A surprising comedy. Rated PG. Check newspapers for a theater near you. We now return to the television premiere of The Royal Romance of Charles and Diana. For a love grown strong, for a road so long, and all the ways it's turned. For the solid ground we finally found, for all the things I've learned. Because we've made it, because one in one is more than two, a diamond the diamond anniversary ring the gift that says you'd marry her all over again all right and we are back so as the ghost is summoned by the duchess of swansylvania he maniacally laughs and grabs a battle axe from over the fireplace he's swinging it around he cuts the dinner table in half Everyone panics and completely runs. The boys are like, um, listen, uh, Uncle Scrooge, can we just leave? Scrooge is like, nah, fam, we got to deal with this. We got a problem. Now we got to deal with it. So Scrooge goes off and the boys are like, well, maybe we should do some research. Let's figure out who it is. We have suspects. Like, oh, maybe it's Benzino. He's never appear when the ghost appears. Except <coughs> there is a giant hole in their logic here because Benzino Gasolini was literally just in the dining hall with them. He was literally sitting at the table next to them. He was in the scene. And I think they tried to suggest this once or twice before now, but it's like, nope, no, this is bad logic. I, I don't know if he was meant to be in this scene. M maybe it was an animation error that he was in the scene, but he was in the dining room scene. He was clearly visible with the other people of this episode. So... Don't think it can be Benzino. But anyway, so they head outside looking for clues, and there's a graveyard nearby. Now, one thing they cannot find <coughs> is the grave marker for one Dr. Ludwig von Strangeduck. 
interesting. But they kind of abandoned this as they're just scared by just a random cat that just like scares them off for no reason. So we came back into the hallway. The Duchess is still wandering around doing her thing. And what do you know? She just runs into Benzino. And this guy's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, you find that ice machine? Because uh, I could totally use the ice machine myself. And like, she's like, no, no. So she continues snooping. And makes her way into the library where Scrooge is talking to the boys. And they hear things. So Scrooge pulls back a curtain. And all of a sudden, there's the Duchess. And she's standing in front of a wall that she just happened to touch. And it reveals a secret passageway. Well, how did that get there? Well, so we know that Scrooge does what Scrooge does best. He grabs the boys and goes into adventure mode. Because it's time to find out where this secret staircase leads. So they wander down. This, you know, they're heading down to the basement. Scrooge has his match that ends up going out. But, guys, this, this, this stair descent, this old castle wall, this blue, with you, this bluish color background, the light, guys, this stair descent, it's in the intro, it's, guys, literally, watch the intro for DuckTales, that scene, like, a few seconds in, where they're like walking down a stair, like a brick staircase. That's it right here. This scene in this episode, boom. So they get back to the, uh, the bottom of the stairs and well, it's a tunnel, but where does it lead? Well, most likely it leads to the good old secret laboratory of Dr. Strange Duck himself. So, they just, and right as they get there, the door just happens to open up. So it scares them off, the boys off. But Scrooge is like, nope, nope, I want to stop the ghost. But he gets caught, and we see shadows. You know, Scrooge appears to be getting choked out by a skeleton. Mm, yes, very questionable. So yeah, we see Scrooge get tied up by the by the ghost apparently it just kind of leaves him in the lab but as the door opens and the ghost walks out it's kind of like wait a minute one of the boys is like um why would a ghost need to use a door i think it was dewey and i believe it's louis who replies like um is that a riddle or a knock-knock joke? So, anyway, they need to find themselves a way through the door. Which, they just happen to, as they reach up to this ornate detailing on the door. It's basically like a big old door decoration shaped in the shape of what we're assuming is Dr. Ludwig von Strangeduck's head. 
but they hang off of it and it just so happens that them pulling their basically their weight falling off and just it pulls the beak down and the door opens so of course our boys find their way into the door they are gone into battle mode at this point and so it's like well how do we know what's going on here how do we know what's going to happen are the boys going to find scrooge mcduck are they going to find battle are they going to die well as you know we have our lovely 80s cartoon tropes which now tell us we have to wait to figure out what's going to happen here so of course i'm going to make you wait to find out what happens here so we're going to take a quick commercial break we'll be back in just a couple of moments Just imagine yourself in an old Cutlass Sierra, the newest version of America's most popular mid-sized car line, a new Cutlass Sierra. No other front-wheel drive car is a better reflection on you. Can you think of a better way to spend a night on the town? New Cutlass Sierra. Oldsmobile! Have one built for you. When the pain starts here, the pain stops here. With the buffered extra strength relief you'll find in extra strength bufferin. 1,000 milligrams of strong aspirin, the strongest dosage you can buy, combined with special protection against aspirin stomach upset. Anison and Bayer don't give protection. Regular Tylenol's not as strong and can't give aspirin doctors prefer, but extra strength bufferin does. The pain stops here with extra strength bufferin in tablets and capsules. Royal Romance of Charles and Diana will return. Wednesday on the premiere of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. This thing's going. Look out! It's a romp and stomp and celebration as this high-spirited family fights to save their special way of life. Then, when this lady lawyer fires the maid, this out-of-work hard hat gets the job. Made in America, a world premiere after the premiere of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Wednesday. This is CBS. Up to now, frozen dinners had a place in every home, but it wasn't the dining room. But now there are new dinner classics from Armor. Complete meals like tender sirloin tips in mushroom sauce, scalloped potatoes, and crisp Italian vegetables. Harold, tonight we're eating in the dining room. New dinner classics from Armor. Frozen dinners so good they belong in the dining room. So, this is the dining room. All right, and we are back. So the boys enter the lab, and they're able to untie Scrooge McDuck. So they begin exploring the lab because they need to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, our ghost friend here has gone upstairs, and he's gone into the room of the Duchess. He wanders in while she's sleeping and steals the jewels right off of her neck. 
puts them in a box, and he's trying to make his way out. But, so another question here, as he's doing this, he knocks over a lamp, which ends up waking her up. So once again, <clears throat> how, how is a ghost able to knock over a lamp and make so much noise? Because, you know, most of the time we're like, oh, a ghost, they're, they're an apparition. They don't kind of exist there. They don't interact with normal matter. Yet this ghost can totally inadvertently knock lamps over and affect physical objects in the room. So, uh, believing it is the ghost of Dr. Strange Duck, she tells him to stop. He's like, no, I'm here to help you. But our ghost is having none of it. He runs down the hall, and he's trying to get out. He, go he runs past Duckworth and tries to lower the drawbridge to the castle. To make it. So this begins a fight between, Duckbur uh, between Duckworth and the ghost. Once again, physical, physical manifestation here. Apparently, this is not something we're expecting in from a ghost. And, and of course, Duckworth's like, Sir, only hotel employees may lower the drawbridge. So they continue to fight, and we go to back to the lab, where Huey discovers some kind of canister. It looks like a spray paint canister. So he just kind of shoots it at a at a computer-looking terminal thing, some kind of device right on the table in front of him, and it vanishes. It's like, oh, we have an invisibility spray, apparently. So, that seems to be the answer. We seem to have beginning these answers now that our ghost is more than likely someone who's just invisible. So they head back upstairs, where the ghost and Duckworth are still fighting. Um, so the drawbridge is currently lowered, and Huey has the bright idea to spray it with, with this invisibility paint. It's invisible. And in the struggle, it gets raised back up. Our ghost decide is ends up, you know, managing to fend off Duckworth, and he runs for it, only to just comedically splat right into the drawbridge so now the ghost is fighting with Scrooge they fight and in the process one of them gets knocked into the drawbridge lever just lowering it down so Scrooge and the ghost they fight they roll around but because they can't see where the, the actual drawbridge is they literally roll they just take a right-hand turn and roll right off the drawbridge into the moat surrounding the castle. So we get our characters coming up. The Duchess is like, she comes up and is like, oh, they're like, oh, Scrooge caught him. They caught Benzino. And he's like, and she's like, no, no, it's not Benzino. Not, not him at all. And then literally Benzino walks up and he's like, it's like, yeah, no, the boys are proven wrong immediately. Their theory fails. So Scrooge comes out of the water. They're covered in muck and mud. So 
He wipes it away. And they're like, who is this guy? So the Duchess is like, yeah, that's Bernardo. He is Dr. Strange Duck's assistant. Or actually, she says it as, he's my brother's assistant. Yes, the Duchess is the brother of Dr. Strange Duck. Because, as she reveals now, she she reveals her actual name as Frederica Von Strange Duck. And then, out of nowhere, our second ghost that we actually can see comes up. He pulls what is a, actually a mask off, and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm Dr. Ludwig Von Strange Duck. So yeah. So basically we kind of get the uh, the Scooby-Doo-esque plot um, summarization here of what's actually going on. So she's the Duchess has been on the lookout for her brother. And so Bernard, and apparently Bernardo's been snooping around as the ghost, trying to find Dr. Strange Duck's book of secret formulas. But of course, wasn't able to find it. Because um, Dr. Strange Duck sprayed the book with the invisibility formula and hit it. Which he happened just so happens to have a can of the opposite of a nice spray paint container that undoes the invisibility effect. So he reveals the book to Scrooge and Scrooge is thumbing through it. He's like, oh my gosh, all these formulas. There's so many things we can do. We can market it, make millions. Strange looks like, oh, um, never thought of that. So Scrooge and Strange Duck, they both themselves get scared as all of a sudden the book begins to move. It's like, um, is there another ghost here? Nope, we're done. We're out of here. But the boys are a little smarter than they, they go over, they lift the book up and there's a rat under it. There's literally a rat lifting this book on its back, walking around. So like, um, should we tell him about this or um we we just gonna keep this our secret yeah so they just decided to keep the secret they laugh the episode's over so this episode was actually pretty fun this was actually a fun a fun romp here playing on kind of some horror themed tropes of course you know the whole you know the whole thing of the abandoned castle Let's renovate it. Let's do something fun with it. But, you know, overall enough twists and turns, enough, um, you know, who are they? Hijinks ensue. Very Scooby-Doo-esque. With a, with a good 80s twist to it. Honestly, the episode was fun. I recommend looking this up. Of course, DuckTales is available on Disney+. Plus. You can find all the episodes there. This one is super accessible. It's called Hotel Strange Duck. Check it out. This was a fun episode. But I think that'll do it this week for this week's episode of Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Of course, subscribe to us on all of the major podcast platforms. Check us out on social media. 
and we'll see you next time, guys.